This is an I Am Listening original podcast. I think it's very important to go to the colleges and unis, not only to speak to teachers and students taking courses if you're not particularly sure what you want to take, but also just the feeling you get because you can think something's for you and have your whole career planned out. And if you go to a college that you're not going to enjoy, it's not going to be a very pleasant two or three years. So definitely feeling a connection to the place you're studying at will really help. Welcome to the Hitlist GCSE Surgery Podcast with East Kent Colleges Group from EKC Canterbury College, hosted by me, Numi Gildert. I'm joined by a panel of education experts as well as students, and we're going to be giving you advice on what's next and also what you can expect in your next step of your education journey. In this episode, we open up the floor to current students and answer their questions in a Q&A session. The Hitlist GCSE Surgery with East Kent Colleges Group, a family of six community-based colleges. See where at ekcgroup.ac.uk. Okay, we're going to take some questions from the audience now. Does anyone have a question? Hi, I'm Billy. I'm interested in entrepreneurship and starting my own business. Are there any educational options that can provide me with skills and knowledge needed to succeed as an entrepreneur? Anyone want to take that? I think both take it. There's, there's from both angles. Billy, that, first of all, that's a really good question. And one of the key things we try to encourage with all our students is to think of entrepreneurship. Because ultimately, with the way technology, for example, in the areas I'm involved with, technology now is becoming relative, so easy to master if you can master the skills. There's no reason why you can't turn that into your own business opportunity. So it's running your own business or your own consultancy. And in fact, some of my students are already doing that. Yeah, can I just add to that, that um, a business course, most, most of the um, EKC group colleges run a business course, and that can provide a really good general background into different elements of business, all the skills you'd need to set up your own business, um, what steps you'd need to take, and looking at units on entrepreneurship and what, what might work. And you'd be with like-minded students and be able to discuss that with them, so that can be a really good first step. Thank you. My second question is, are there any financial support options available for students who choose alternative routes like apprenticeships or T-levels? Okay, so the colleges run bursary support schemes. So depending on your household income, that would be assessed and you'd be entitled to support depending on, on your age and your, your household income. That could include travel to college. So it could include a bus pass. It could, could include train travel, um, equipment needed for your course. So uniform, equipment, hairdressing kits, um, sports kits, whatever you needed, um, laptops and any other support that you might need to be able to do to do your role. Um, in terms of apprenticeships, you're actually an apprenticeship is a job. So in that case, you wouldn't be entitled to that bursary support because you're being paid a wage to do that. So your circumstances are looked at and what needs you have. We're also finding on the T level that certain employers, whilst there's no legal obligation for them to offer payment to, for the work placement, some are actually doing that and supporting the student during the work placement. But there's, that's, no, that, that's not an obligation on them. There's also more funding coming available to employers who take on... Uh, uh, T-level students. So this things, the things like this may change in the future. There is a push towards work placement for students, so I think that's a good thing. The natural correlation is that also to be linked with incentives and support for students 
for it to be successful. Next question from the audience. Um, so my name is Daniel and my question is, uh, I'm a bit worried about choosing a alternative route for like a apprenticeship or a T-level and how would this limit my chances of going to the university uh, later on? I can start with that one. Um, so with an apprenticeship, for example, you still would gain the, if you're doing say a level three qualification, you would gain the same equivalent of two, three A levels, depending on which course you are doing. Um, so that won't affect you going on to university. There are also higher level apprenticeships that you can do. So we offer ones that go from level two all the way up to level five. Um, but then there are other training providers that can give you a university level apprenticeship but a university can still be an option from that. We had one uh, interesting uh, success story at Broadstairs College with regards to one of our T-level students. And he, he got a graduate apprenticeship at British Aerospace in Rochester. There were thousands of applicants for this, and he was one of six who got it. Not only is he now working for British Aerospace, he's now put into university, they pay his fees at university, and they pay him a salary at university, and he walks straight out into a 35-plus K job per year in a most interesting area with lots of international travel. So T-levels do not limit you. T-levels are actually really advantageous. And employers also like the skill set that's been acquired by, by students developing a, a, and learning T-level skills. If you were in the situation where you hadn't got enough UCAS points, so maybe your grades hadn't gone as you'd wanted and they were slightly lower than you needed for the university you wanted to go to, an option for adults for when you're over 19 is to do an access to higher education qualification. So in one year you can do, it's a bit like doing A-levels in one year, a condensed year, so it's hard work, but you can do that and then you can up your UCAS tariff points. So we often have people doing that course who have maybe done another course in the past, haven't quite got the results they wanted, and then use that to really build up um, their tariff points, but also build up their skills, research skills, critical thinking skills the things that they'd need for university so that's that's always a good option and funding's available for that the hit list gcse surgery with east kent college's group they're officially outstanding says ofsted receiving top marks in every single category can we have the next question please um, hi, I'm Kyra, and I'm interested in pursuing a career in STEM. What options are available to me within the education system to further develop my skills and knowledge in these areas? Well, to start with, it will be your post-GCSE options, so either A-levels, T-levels, which is sort of a, a technical version, a BTEC, traditional college course, or an apprenticeship. So any of, any of those general options in your, your chosen subject. Yeah, and T-levels in particular might be well suited to that, uh, basically because there's more and more technical style or scientific orientated uh, T-levels that could facilitate and assist you and give you the additional benefits of work experience. And there is lots of recruitment and drive on to encourage more representation in that particular sector for what, what you might call a, a, a diversity, because it's very important that those elements are included, particularly in science and technology, to represent society as we move forward. So all the best with that one. But the, the, it's going your way, put it that way, and there's lots of opportunities now. So just adding on to that, if you know what speciality you want to go into, so a, do a doctorate, further education, microbiology, for example, then A-levels may be for you. So that you can choose three to four subjects that are specified in the STEM area, so maths, biology, chemistry. And 
that just offers you a more, if you know what you want to do, you can do that and get the qualification you need. But also, if you're not too sure, you can go into early years, health and social care, just to get more information about different careers and just to see if it's for you. Because if you do biology A-level, that's a big anatomy sector in the doctorate and you don't enjoy it, maybe it's time to rethink, reevaluate. And yeah, thank you. Can, can I just say, wishing you all the best, because we're all keen for more women to go into STEM and the STEM subjects, so wishing you well with your yeah, career. Yeah, all the best. Can we have the next question, please? What advice do you have for students who are uncertain about their future career path and are unsure which educational route to choose? Okay, I would suggest that you contact your local college or if you're at school, your careers advisor at school and maybe ask to make a careers advice advice appointment. Um, you can book a guidance appointment that will last up to an hour and they can go through the full range of, of options and talk to you as a person what you might be interested in. They can do some careers exploration with you, sometimes using online resources to generate ideas and to, to come up with suggestions that you might not have thought of or ideas that you might, might have thought you were interested in but that sort of will validate your ideas. Um, so you can have a full appointment where you discuss that and you look go through all the different options that are available. And that often helps people just focus, really, and come up with a, a direction for the future. So I think it's very important to go to the colleges and unis, not only to speak to teachers and students taking courses if you're not particularly sure what you want to take, but also just the feeling you get because... You can think something's for you and have your whole career planned out. And if you go to a college that you're not going to enjoy, it's not going to be a very pleasant two or three years. So definitely feeling a connection to the place you're studying at will really help. So, for example, I went to Cambridge to look at six forms and universities. And I thought that's where I wanted to be since I was like four years old. And then as soon as I went there it wasn't for me so it's definitely a feeling and if you don't feel it it's it's your choice and it's your life at the end of the day I mean I would also add that just coming out of GCSEs obviously UCAS is two or more years away from you but they are still uh, an amazing resource when looking at career paths I mean they have this um, web portal that you can go onto where they can show you they have this huge list of all these different career paths you can go into which then if you click through them shows you the different courses you can take and the different educational providers that will provide that for you so even just going through that and creating a short list of different things you'd like to go into you can then use that to narrow down when you're going into colleges and sit forms around you what qualifications you might want to be achieving for those career paths so even though it is two or more years away UCAS is a brilliant resource for sort of looking at career paths in that way I think sometimes as well it is good to kind of reverse engineer it of like what do you think you want to do in the future because I think especially when we're at school we're kind of taught the main vocations like you could be a lawyer you could be a doctor you could be an engineer but we all know that there are so many other things you can do and also with the advancement of technology um, and as our society grows the job that you end up doing could not exist when you start school so I think sometimes it is good to think about what what do I think I want to be or want to do and then move backwards to what are the qualifications I need to do to get there and it could be something that you didn't even think of I think also thinking about backup choices. So obviously a career is something you do for the span of your lifetime. So if something, a hurdle comes and you're not doing the one set 
thing you had on your mind on it's very good to think about backups what you you would be happy doing potentially for the rest of your life so my main goal was surgeon but my plan b would probably be something to do with theater that's it, it's totally <laughs> field it is total po- polar Although opposites both still have theaters <laughs> just different kinds it is total polar opposites but i couldn't those are the two careers that i could see myself doing for the rest of my life so even though i'm studying very stem subjects i'm such a theater nerd and i go to the west end like as many times as possible if anyone wants to reboot scrubs give her a call <laughs> all right thank you so much for your question Thanks for listening to the Hitlist GCSE Surgery Podcast with East Kent Colleges Group from EKC Canterbury College. For more information, you can head to ekcgroup.ac.uk and you can find the rest of the episodes of this podcast series at im-listening.co.uk or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been an I Am Listening original podcast. For more information, head over to our website, im-listening.co.uk. Listener.